It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. GearNetwork.com. The following is a presentation of the Gear Radio Network. This is the Listen In Podcast with your hosts, John Cimino and Brandon Goel, here on the Gear Radio Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Listen In Podcast here on the Gear Radio Network. I am John Cimino and I am JC Money. Joining me over there, Mr. Brandon Gorell, the esteemed co-host of this podcast. He's probably not going to say anything when I say, Mr. Brandon Gorell, say hello. Hello. Oh, he said hello this week. Breaking the gimmick, breaking the gimmick. Uh, again, uh, we are, of course, powered by Raise Energy. Uh, click the link in the podcast description. Enter gear, the promo code gear, G-E-R-E, at checkout for 15% off of your purchases. Get energized. Get uh, you got to get the pump, pump you up. They got all the stuff there. There's the flexi over there from the co-host. We got the double flexi here. Right? Gotta jump in, man. I That's gotta right. jump in. That's right. Go young buck style here. Here we go. Huh? 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 There it is. <laughs> Anyways, raise, raise. Click the, click the, <laughs> click the uh, link in the podcast description, in uh, and uh, promo code gear. 15% off winner, winner, chicken dinner for you and for us. Uh, on today's show, we're recording on a Friday night. Last week, we, we had talked about, Brandon, recording uh, late night, later nights, and how us in the <laughs> in, in our in our age, and we're like, ah, maybe we'll do it. We'll do it earlier. Maybe next week, yeah, we'll do it a little earlier. And then today, it was like, oh, I can do today by 9 o'clock after, after that. I'm thinking 9 o'clock. I'm like, shit, got a happy hour. All right, that's fine. I can have a have a little bit, have a little something, something, have a little pops, and then, and then the kids get here, and and then we start watching some programs on the Apple TV Plus. And uh, next thing I know, I get a text from you because I fell asleep that <laughs> you were ready to go, so I had to wake up. I I don't even have my I, I'm not even TV ready, man. But uh, oh, besides so all that, in so my sorry rooms, to hear that. That's all right. How in the hell are you, man? Uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Um, just got done watching a concert film. It was pretty dope. Uh, it's Friday, which is always a good thing. Um, football season's over. It is. Um, a lot of ums. And what a way for it to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess we can, I guess we could start there and just kind of go from there. So for those of you that have been living under a rock, 
The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are your Super Bowl champions, beating the Kansas City Chiefs 31 to 9. Tom Brady earns his seventh Super Bowl championship, a record we will likely never see again in our lifetime. Yeah. Um, my opinion. I could be wrong. Pat Mahomes could probably do it. You never know. Uh, but I don't know, did, man. Mahomes did, not, back there. Mahomes did not look good uh, this game. I don't necessarily blame him because his line looked like garbage. Um, but You're right. it's brutal. But notwithstanding, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, connect for a couple of touchdowns. Uh, 21 of 29, 201, three touchdowns for Tom Brady. He is the Super Bowl MVP. The Bucks are the Super Bowl champions. Brandon, floor is yours with this, man. Uh, how do you feel about uh, Tampa Tom in his non-Patriot way life now? Uh, you know, I, I would have felt better about it had they not beaten uh, the Green Bay Packers to get there. Um, you know, that was kind of frustrating, but you know, I, I, I like, I like this version of Tom Brady. He seems to be enjoying the game more. Um, you know, he's, he's, uh, you know, uh, he's a different guy altogether. Well, he definitely is. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, like. Do it's you, cool. I, I mean, it's cool. Do you subscribe to the, the to the theory that Tom Brady needed the weapons that came along to play with him in order to in order to, to for Tampa to get over that hump? Because Rob Gronkowski, he brought him there. Leonard Fournette went came there because he wanted to play. Uh, Sean McCoy, he had no bearings on the super bowl whatsoever but no. he was on that team he was brought there because he wanted to play with uh with tom brady uh antonio brown was brought there because he wanted to play with tom yeah. brady um besides like all of those because everybody that scored in that game were folks that joined the team this year there was it wasn't evans didn't score uh, or anybody that had been a long time tampa team do you, do you subscribe to the theory that this Chiefs or excuse me this Buccaneers team uh, bought their way to the to this title and when they and, and when their GM says they have the resources to keep everybody together for the next year, do you think they will? Assuming they make it to the Super Bowl and win again, do you think that this is one of those bought or are they just or is it just real? Is Tom Brady really 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 that good? I think it's a bit of both like Brady's really good, but Brady didn't have to be great in that game. Um, he wasn't very good in that green Bay championship game. Um, he was fortunate to, you know, get a early lead on, uh, some pretty bad defensive mishaps by green Bay. Uh, I think this, the super bowl, he was good, but he wasn't great. He wasn't like, you know, like the Philadelphia game, he threw for like 500 yards, like, and they lost. Um, he had a team around him. I do subscribe to the theory that, yeah, he did uh, come into a pretty good situation. Um, you have, you have a situation where you had a team that was 
on the cusp of making the playoffs with a guy who threw 30 plus interceptions in Jameis Winston. Um, you know, and they had Evans, they had Godwin, you know, they had OJ Howard. Um, you know, they had all those guys, they had a good line, the defense was good. Um so when you take that team and you put a first ballot Hall of Fame greatest of all time quarterback on that roster. Still playing at a high, at a high level. He's still playing at a high level. He's not playing at the Peyton Manning level when he was in the Broncos where he could barely feel his fingers, so he right. had to wear gloves. Right. Um, and was throwing dead ducks, you know, seven yards down the field and just kind of surviving on guts mm-hmm. uh, and, and, a, and a great defense. Um, Brady, it looked better. And it, I think it succeeded in its first year because of the additions that they made. Okay. I don't think that they could have done it without the additions. Um, I don't think they would have been terrible, but I don't think they would have been Super Bowl champions. I have to be um, honest. They needed all that. I thought from the get-go when they uh, when they got everybody together, I did not have Tampa in the in the Super Bowl at all. I did no. not have them winning the Super Bowl. I had them making the playoffs and maybe uh, getting past the the wild card and losing out in the mm-hmm. divisional. Um, obviously I think that's because everyone was focused on the fact of their offense and no yes. one really paid that much attention to their defense, but their defense is really good. Right. Their um, defense completely, completely dismantled. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, again, it doesn't help that Patrick Mahomes had three starting linemen out. Uh, that, that is true. The guy had no time to throw. He had no um, time. To there throw was no all. time I mean, for was, guys to get open. But the, the sad thing is, is that even though he had no time to throw and there was a stat, uh, he ran, uh, I believe, what do they say? He ran like, like 400 yards. 400 yards. Yeah. It was like um, 394 or something, something absurd like yeah, that. It was, it was crazy. And he was still making throws that were oh, yeah. on the money that his receivers dropped. Yeah. So I, I can't, you know, I, I, was I feel over. like they gave up on plays and that's why they dropped it. Cause the timing was just completely off and they were right. just kind of like, Oh shit, the ball's going to make it here. Like right. I didn't think it was going to get here and they didn't react in time. And, and that's usually like slow reaction um, is usually uh, indicated when you put your hands up and the ball goes through you and hits you in the face because you didn't right. react in time. You got your hands up, but it's more reactionary, but you didn't close them to make the catch. Right. Um, so um, it's, uh, you know, it, it sucked that that's the way it went. Um, you know, and I was saying afterwards, cause I was kind of pissed. So I was still salty about two weeks prior. Um, and yeah, I didn't and have a dog game, in this fight. So this Super Bowl was meaningless to me. And I was watching it and I was just like, you know, I says for a fucking guy who's already got six Super Bowl rings and nine attempts, he sure caught a lot of fucking breaks this year, you know, with like Drew Brees getting hurt and, you know, <laughs> and the, the offense not being what it was, you know, at the end of the year when they had already smoked them twice when Drew Brees was healthy, um, you know, he got that break and then he got the next break where he got Green Bay and throws three interceptions in the second half. But, you know, they get away with penalties like half the game. And then all of a sudden when the game's on the line, oh we're going to start calling that now. Like they didn't call it all game on green Bay, the receivers. So they get the break there and then they get to the super bowl and they get all their guys back and Kansas city loses three starting linemen. 
like which is the most important thing if you're a passing offense is to have time in the pocket to throw the ball. You have a quarterback who's got turf toe. Um, so he's not hundred percent, right. He's got to get, so, he's like, getting surgery on it. If yeah. he hasn't already by. Yeah. Right and so it's like, you know, and he, so with three linemen out, what do you think Todd Bowles is going to do? Oh, gee, we feel bad for you, man. So we're going to, we're going to play, uh, you know, we're going to play back. We're not going to, no, they blitz the shit out of them. Like they're on his ass every time he snapped the damn ball. Um, and it just seems like every break that needed to happen after they kind of came out of the gates, kind of fizzled, uh, they got those breaks. And it's like, man, poor Tom Brady, the guy never catches a break. And finally he caught one. Yeah. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's won his fucking seven Super Bowl, And he got it like the most luckiest fucking way. I, I will, I will tell you right now, um, echoing your sentiment or bills fans. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, bills fans were saying that they could have done better. And I'm like, well, maybe, Maybe you would have scored a few more points. Yeah, I kind I kind of had I kind of had this argument shit. with with some Bills fans, and I stopped uh, because it got to the point where I literally, like, I literally said one sentence, which was, "Aren't they?" Or what did they say this to the Bill? I think the Bills uh, could the Bills would have uh, done way better or something, or Bills should yeah. have won the game. I think they said that. And I said against this Chiefs roster that c- they couldn't beat themselves. Yeah. And God forbid, all of a sudden, I'm not a critical thinker. Mm. Uh, I, you know, a former athlete, another former athlete that, I mean, like, like I'm not one, but yeah. um, for as a former athlete, I can say that you know th- this team played differently this in this game. Right. Um, it doesn't matter if they were rostered the same; they weren't the same team. Oh well, no, it, they weren't rostered the same because the, the Chiefs lost three linemen. They right. had those linemen when they went against the uh, the Bills, and they lost them during that game. But they were already up. Right, right. So, so. I, you know, when I when I hear people talk like that, I just say to them, I was like, yeah, and if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. So, right, right. Like it, it really doesn't fucking matter. Like you didn't win the game. Like, right. Exactly. If, if I, it's just like me saying, well, you know, if green Bay would have went in there, they would have probably beat him even worse. Like <laughs> that's right. not the case. Like, right. Right. It's just, it, it, it is, it is win. what it is. Yeah. You know? We didn't win. And the, the bills didn't win either. Um, and you know, to, to sit there and say, oh yeah, they would have done so much better. I mean, Tom Brady was 21 of 29 for 201 yards and three touchdowns. Right. But like he was set up in like great positions. Right. You know, because of the picks to throw those touchdowns. He hit Gronk for two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one was just a quick little screen pass. And it was like, oh, he's in the end zone. Right. To Antonio Brown. You know, you mentioned uh, the Kansas City uh, being pass, you know, how pass heavy they are. And that's amazing, too. Like everybody that scored in that game was all free free agent acquisition. Right, right. That's what Brady, you, it, Gronk, Antonio, and Fournette. Fournette had the run. Right. So it's like to tell me that, oh, well, you know, they would have won without all those, like if it was just Tom Brady, that, that's not true. It, it's not true. I mean, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I feel like he's still a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, he just wasn't great. Like right. he played well enough because he had a full talented roster that's a complete team right whereas like some of these patriot years he had to carry them 
um, that one Super Bowl where they just they lost to Philly. I mean, he threw for 500 yards. Right. He was nearly flawless, but he still lost the game because he didn't have that complete roster. He didn't have right. That complete right. You know, uh, here's one more stat to actually two more stats to give you Patrick Mahomes line to emphasize the point you made, Brandon, about how their passing game goes. Mahomes was 26 of 49 through 49 attempts, only only completed 26 uh, of those 49 attempts for 270 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. Todd Bowles defense, ex-Jets head coach Todd Bowles. Yes, go ahead. Got to get the Jets love in there somehow. But uh, Todd Bowles got that defense to just beat down that offense, and they did not look back um, on that. That's one stat. The next one is uh, going into this season when Brady was a free agent, only two of 32 teams thought he was worth taking a chance on. One was the Los Angeles Chargers. The other, obviously, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So. Yeah, and Brady wasn't stupid when he came here either. No. It's no, not like he, he just said, you know what, I'm going to go to the Jacksonville Jaguars because it's warm and sunny. <laughs> like, no, he went to Tampa because Tampa had a roster. He was able to recruit Gronkowski. I mean, at that point, you know, at, the, at that point in your life, not just your career, but at that point in your life, like, you know, damn well, he was talking to Antonio Brown the whole time, too. Oh, of course. he And was. waiting for that suspension to be up and saying, hey, get this guy in here. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, and to, uh, Tom Brady, I will say this. He's done. He did more for Antonio Brown in like the six, five or six games they've played together. Yeah. than Pittsburgh and Ben Roethlisberger did for him the five years he was there yeah. together with him. So. Um, and, that, and that's the thing. I mean, Tom Brady's a good dude. And, to see, good Anto- and to see him uh, after after seeing all the crazy antics and all the stuff and the way that everybody, you know, kind of came down on this dude when he was clearly at a down point in his life or whatever, yeah. um, to see him on that boat, smiling, laughing, enjoying yeah. himself, the team around him and all that stuff. Like, I don't know. I mean, I know you were salty. I know it came at the expense of the Packers and yeah, no, I know, mean, it's a I was, story. And it was good. To, it was good know, to see. It was good to see. It was funny to see Tom Brady stumbling around drunk. Um, <laughs> that, that will never, I'll never know, that. Like, <laughs> he was stumbling around drunk and Gronk's holding him up. You know, no, Gronk, it wasn't you, Gronk. You know, it was one of his handlers. Oh, it was one of his handlers. All right. Yeah, well, well, I know handlers. Gronk. I, I mean, I there was a picture of him and Gronk on the boat. Yeah, where you know, obviously Gronk probably outdrank the hell out of him. Oh yeah, and and was still standing straight, whereas Brady was really just tossing yeah. the freaking Lombardi over from one boat to the my, other. My my only hope is is that uh, we can get a corner and then uh, you know grab JJ Watt. And then, uh, ah, yes, put, yes. put Brady out of commission next well, year. Well, I'm ho- I'll hope because the old man needs to get a fucking second one because I'm getting sick of hearing this bullshit. Was like, well, he's only got one, and then you got stupid people posting things just to irritate you even more. Like, oh, LaShawn McCoy has uh two Super Bowl rings and didn't even play a single snap. Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, yeah, well, only have okay, one well, then rem- ask like, them, ask them how many, uh, how many chips Dan Marino had. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like that's like people thing. still like, bag on Marino for not having any, and it's like, you know, Rogers has one. He should definitely have more. Right. Um, no, we, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree teams. that he should. He should have at minimum. I feel at least three. Yeah. 
and he's had the the opportunity to do it. It's just he's had some really bad defenses and just well, you hope for that, and I'm gonna hope for the Jets to either trade and get Deshaun trade for and get Deshaun Watson, which I don't think is going oh, to happen. Just keep uh, or Sam at least and draft get Devontae to five Smith. wins. Keep Sam Darnold and draft Devontae Smith. I would love them to keep Sam Darnold, but they, it's just the chatter now. It, it seems, it's where it's smoke, all talk, fire. man. It's all talk. It's it, Where there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, yeah, so, it's Adam um, Schefter in the offseason running his mouth, trying to be relevant. New York is always a great place to gossip about. Uh, quarterbacks are like the top spot to gossip about. You have a bad team. You got a new coach. You know, new coaches tend to like to have their own guy and stuff like that. But you know what? There's nobody in that draft other than Trevor Lawrence is that your guy. Right. So why not try the guy you have, put him on a two-year show me, you know, send him for two more years, and then, uh, you know, see where you're at. I mean, there's going to be other quarterbacks. There's nobody in this draft that you're going to be drafting at number two and going – Man, I really wish we'd have picked that guy. Yeah, every one of them have question marks. I don't know. I don't know much about this. You Zach could end up Wilson being the fucking. Guy, you, but that's like the that's like the new sexy one for. That's the new sexy Jets pick. fans to cling to. And ESPN again, like I cannot fucking stand them as a network. Like they're just they're really ridiculous and stupid. Uh, you know, you, you, they they released their new mock draft, and their mock draft has. Trevor Lawrence at one, Zach Wilson at two, and then it's got Justin Fields at three, or no, it's uh, Trey Lance at three because Carolina traded into that spot. Um, and then they've got at four, they've got uh, Justin Fields being picked. The first four people picked are not going to be fucking quarterbacks. They're just not. Right. Uh, they're, they're not even that good to have that many, you know, in there right now. So it's like, it just it's all chatter. I really don't buy it. I think it's really dumb. Um, I think it would be really stupid to say, oh, yeah, you know, I think we should go with uh, this guy from BYU um, and, and have him go as your quarterback in a struggling franchise that's got a new coach. Right. I don't know, man. Like they're listening to offers for Sam Darnold. It's like, yeah, okay. I- I'm I'm here I'm hearing that the the only thing I'm thinking of with with Darnold at this point is, you know, if they could just hang on, look at Baker Mayfield. His first three years in the league, granted, he progressed in each of those years because the team actually did you know got some pieces around him, um, but he had three head coaches had to learn three different systems. Yeah. Um. So now, Darnold is in the same boat. He was drafted yeah. by Bowles. And he had two two miserable years with Case, and yeah. now he's got uh, Coach Sala. So, um, and by way of Coach Sala, um, uh, Mike Lafleur uh, as the yeah. uh, as the OC. So, and, and to think that, and, and to look at this fucking draft board that they have up here, like they're already assuming that Miami is going to trade out to Carolina. Their number three pick. Why would they do that? Uh, if if for some reason the Jets go ahead and pick a quarterback at two, the Dolphins aren't leaving that spot. They're going to draft Devontae Smith at number three. There's no way. You don't think the Dolphins would trade 
uh, or try to try to finagle a trade with the Texans for Deshaun? I I can't see it happening. I mean, I could. Um, I could. I could see that. Happening. I I I don't know, man. Like they just spent their draft pick on Tua, and he played part of a season, and they're gonna go ahead and just give up on him already, and like you know, trade him the next year, and sorry, try to get I, Deshaun Watson. With sorry, it. I hit I hit mute because I farted <laughs> on the wall. And my kids are right here and they're laughing. So, uh, so of course I can't not laugh. I'm sorry. Please proceed. <laughs> yeah. But it, like this, uh, you know, you look at this mock draft and it's got Carolina taking that, that pick from Miami and Miami leaving the three spot and then them picking Trey Lance from North Dakota state again. Okay. And then Atlanta at four is going to be apparently draft Justin Fields and then Cincinnati is not going to try to grab a playmaker. They're actually just going to grab uh, an offensive tackle from Oregon. And then the Eagles are going to select Jamar Chase over the Heisman Trophy winner, which would fall Devontae Smith to number seven Detroit, who has Jared Goff. Like, that's that's what you're going to go with? Like... Uh, I, I, I just look at these things that I look when, at. When is drafts. the draft? Is it, a, it, it the draft's in April, right? Yeah, it's in April. It's right. Trevor Lawrence has pro day today. You know that went down. He's going to. Jacksonville. He's going to Jacksonville. I mean, we already know decided. that. He could have thrown the ball straight up at the top of the roof all day, <laughs> and it wouldn't matter. He could have intentionally tried to tank it. Yeah, and Jacksonville still would have picked him. Um, so uh, these pro days are just so dumb to me. Like, okay, great. Nah. Trevor Lawrence has pro day. We, we know he can play quarterback. Yeah. Like we haven't watched his tape for three years uh, with Clemson. It's like, come on. Or literally every Clemson highlight uh, ESPN wants to show a thousand times yeah. uh, a, a day, you know, when, when this college <laughs> season was going, but we'll see. And I don't know, course, man, I just per norm calling the shot right now when it's draft day. You and I will be back Glad you doing, our, doing our draft day coverage and watching my the look on my face a little earlier this time when the Jets inevitably do something wrong in the draft that I just sit there and look and be like, what in the fuck? Did they Jets do? could really use a playmaker here. And they draft an offensive lineman. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to hit a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, it's my turn to do the headlines. And I am going to apologize in advance if they suck because I did them literally 30 seconds before we took air. Listen to podcast. Go. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. 
Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's up, Rock Soldiers? This is Robbie Vegas coming at you from the All Bets Are Off podcast. If you are into horror movies, the paranormal, professional wrestling, or music, this is the place for you. We're bringing you the latest and greatest interviews in all of the above, music, horror, and, of course, professional wrestling. So tune in on the Gear Network. Check out All Bets Are Off. Rate us, like us, subscribe to us, leave us your comments, tell us what you think. And we'll catch you soon on the All Bets Are Off podcast, dropping every Sunday at noon. The champ is here! The champ is here! The champ is here! The champ is here! Take number two from our from, from the oh. studio here. Hi. We're back from commercial. John Smino here, Brandon Growl there. NBA cards here. We're going to go ahead and do one of these guys, but it's time for the headlines. And for those just tuning in, we stole a very popular headline segment, uh, the popular headline segment from a much more popular podcast than ours. And we're doing it. We're putting our own spin on it. Uh, Typically, it would be Brandon reading me the lines, but evidently at some point in last week's podcast, Brandon bestowed that that honor on me this week and i didn't realize this until just before the podcast began i did so i have some headlines um that just jumped out at me immediately but they're probably not going to be good but i'm going to throw them out there and then we're going to talk about it so uh brandon like to hear it here goes uh the first headline i have actually you kind of spoiled in the commercial break with me I had uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy snapped at Trump when he refused <laughs> to help during the riot report says, who the F do you think you're talking to? Yeah. Um, evidently, as this goes on here, while the, the, the thing was happening on the day, I don't want to give it any more press than it's already been given, but the days where dipshits went into a building, right? Evidently house minority leader, Kevin McCarthy called then president Trump to ask him to intervene. And Trump told the lawmakers or told him that the rioters were actually Antifa (laughs) to uh, which McCarthy said to him, a were in fact a make America great again, mob quoting the former president. Well, Kevin, I guess these people are more upset about the election than you are. And the congressman lost his cool and at that point told the president, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? <laughs> so, I mean, he's uh, got a point because one of them still has a job. Right. And the other one doesn't even you. have Twitter anymore. <laughs> and his ban- and his Twitter ban is permanent. 
Uh, you hate to see it. Twitter did say hate to see it, but also you love to see it. And Brandon, speaking of the topic of presidents, did you know that uh, the the hair of the first president and the first first lady, George and Martha Washington's lock of their hair is up for auction at a President's Day auction this weekend. Wow. I mean, I cannot imagine the real cool person that is going to shell out the money for that. I mean, Party City right there. Party City. The Boston-based RR Auction said online bidding gets underway, uh, actually got underway yesterday and runs through February 18th. Other items being Mm -hmm. auctioned include John F. Kennedy's Crimson Harvard sweater and a photograph of Lincoln and his son, Tad, that was signed by Abraham Lincoln himself. Oh. There are also numerous documents and personal papers signed by John Quincy Adams, James Monroe, James Madison, Andrew Jackson, Martin Van Buren, Zachary Taylor, Millard Fillmore, James Buchanan, Ulysses S. Grant, James Garfield, and other presidents. Brandon, oh. uh, will you be contributing to get this uh, this lock uh, this, this these locks of hair? Uh, I won't be going for the locks of hair. No, but I am going to research that sweater and see if it was worn under his suit when he got shot or uh, if it isn't then no no bid no bid <laughs> all right all right very good uh brandon you're a gamer uh you yeah like to play video games i like uh, to play sure the video games my kids here love to play the video games ain't that right emma yeah. okay see so there we go you're supposed to say when i say ain't that right you're supposed to say yeah yeah <laughs> Thank you. James Brown over here. Something like that. Yes. Let's try that again. Brandon likes to play video games. I like to play video games. My kids like to play video games. Ain't that right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, but did you know, Brandon, that pigs could be trained to play video games with their sta- with their snouts? Really? Yeah. Studies revealed that uh, pigs are, are high. Not only are they highly intelligent creatures, but a study released on Thursday revealed that they're skilled gamers, too. Hmm. This was published in the journal Frontiers in Psychology. The paper is the culmination of extensive research into pig intelligence that began in the 90s by scientists working with Stanley Curtis, a, quote, legendary swine researcher, Brandon. Hmm. Um, he passed away in 2010 safe home i was gonna say i I wonder if he he puts that on his dating profile no i i think i think i'm a uh swine enthusiast this this, i think predates you know uh tinder and all that but uh the paper highlights two yorkshire pigs brandon named hamlet and omelet (laughs) stupid fucking names and two (laughs) And two micro pigs, often used in research and weighing between 50 and 70 pounds, uh, named Ebony and Ivory, better names, uh, all of whom were kept at Pennsylvania State University. The pigs were trained at a rudimentary joystick-operated video game task that had originally been created to test chimpanzees and rhesus monkeys. They, I said rhesus, not racist. I thought you said Reese's, like, made of peanut butter. (laughs) They learned how to manipulate a joystick with their snouts to move a computer cursor across the screen. Once they maneuvered the cursor to hit the wall, a treat dispenser connected to the joystick would deliver a snack to them. Mm. The game had varying difficulty levels, and the number of walls that appeared on screen decreased from four to one. The pigs, 
all of whom were farsighted, eventually excelled at the game, though their performance varied at the higher difficulty levels. Ivory hit the one wall target at an impressive 76% of the time. Brandon, the pigs, the pigs, they're coming for you in that Tom Clancy game you told me about. <laughs> I was going to say, how does it feel to know that a pig is probably better at Halo than you are? Uh, well, I, I mean, yes, that's uh, that, Brandon, that, is, that is why I have not played uh, that game since the Super Bowl ever since uh, your <laughs> living room was now where no, no, no. is. No, 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 that's not, not true. That, that the, the time we played it and the last time you played it was at your apartment over uh, in the in Greece there mm-hmm. uh, when you had that big oversized heavy projection television that you had that uh, couldn't have been the last time i thought it, it was, was. Your house. no it was the last time man you did not want any part of that fucking game after that because i was just working you and i'm like telling you what to do and you're like <laughs> the for, for those of for those of you in the podcast feed brandon is imitating me uh my oh. video game character in a yeah. permanent crouch position. Wait, what am I supposed to do with this? With button? the gun up because I didn't know which buttons to hit, and I was lost, and I was angry, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure I threw my controller that day. You sure did. Uh huh. All right. And I spilled uh, white Russian on my uh, on my uh, controller. <laughs> I remember that. Oh. Oh, our, us in our roaring 20s, Brandon. Oh, man. Uh, final final headline for you that I have here, uh, good sir, comes to you from the home office in Florida. Uh, Marion County, a Florida man faces DUI charges after a deputy caught him driving a lawnmower down a highway. Oh. According to deputies, Paul Burke of Fort McCoy was spotted riding the lawnmower down Highway 316 last Wednesday. No, not Austin 316. God dang it. <laughs> Why is every place in like Florida that has something trashy happened named Fort something? (laughs) I mean, it's it's Florida. Enough said. Uh, Dash cam video shows the Florida man slurring his speech. Shocking. While talking to deputies, admitting Brandon, believe it or not, that he had been drinking. Initially, he told deputies he had a couple, but later admitted, quote, I had maybe a little too much to drink tonight. He declined to perform a sobriety test, saying that he can't complete the exercises because he's been, quote, drinking too much. He finally <laughs> told the deputy, just take me to jail. He was arrested on a DUI charge. Mm. Thank you, Florida. Well, I mean, at least it was in a lawnmower where he probably would have been the only one injured in an accident. It could have been. But I mean, if he were maybe. hurt in a car, he could have called William Matar. Not in Florida, he couldn't. Yeah, why not? He doesn't He's, know. Matar's rich enough. He could fly down there. Matar's not going down there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's that's all I that's all I have between uh, uh, impromptu headlines and calling William Matar a mook. I got nothing. What you got for me, man? Oh, oh I got wait, nothing no, either. I got more. You got hoops, man. I got hoops. And then, it, and then so it's bedtime. It's eleven. Yes, it's eleven. It is bedtime. Oh, and it and it starts off with a duplicate, but a watch a welcome duplicate right here, my man, the goat, Michael Jordan. This is when Michael Jordan for my audience for my studio audience here. This is when Michael Jordan played basketball before he became the crying Jordan meme. He was the assassin Jordan. 
This one, this this one, this guy. Yes, yes. Uh, let's see. We've got Michael Adams of the Denver Nuggets, Sean Elliott's rookie card of the Spurs, Bill Wennington <laughs> when he was on the Mavs. Ooh. That's an that's an old one. We got Otis Smith right here. What in uh, the hell? Oh my goodness! All right, here's a new one. All Star Weekend. Uh, it, it's, it looks like a checklist on the back. When you yeah. flip it in the front, it's the coaches. Oh, Riles and Daly. Mm-hmm. Look at that hair on Riles. Right. Look at that life in Daly. <laughs> there is a there striking, strikingly handsome young fellows there. Mike Brown out of uh, you know, for Utah. Charles, what's so funny about Mike Brown? Like Sounds right. like Make Brown. Yeah, okay. Uh, Char- Make Brown. Charles Jones of the Bullets. Craig Elo of the Cavs. Elo. Dennis uh, Hobson. You remember Elo? Elo will always infamously be the guy that got that shot by Jordan over him. On right, the Cavs, he collapses to the sideline after Jordan buries the game winner. Celebrating and joy. Oh yes, 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 yes. When it was Craig Elo, that's yeah, who we buried it was. over. All right, let's see. We've got uh, Dennis Hobson of the Nets. Gene Littles, the coach of the Char- of the Charlotte Hornets, <laughs> its first incarnation. Scotty Pippen's uh, All Star card. For some reason, the studio audience here just laughs at everything. Watch this. Kids like Jimmy Fallon over there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Ed Pick, Pick, uh, Pinkney, Pinky, whatever. Pinkney. I can't pronounce his name today. Pinkney. I can't, I can't, I can't math and I can't English today. Kevin Edwards and Scott Roth. No, Mark Jackson, that card no, still eludes you. Normally you'd be like, sweet, I got a Michael Jordan, but he's like, nah, it's not Mark Jackson. Well, we already got Michael, I, we have Michael Jordan already. Yeah. In the first, in, in, in one of the first, one of the first ones you opened, yeah. I thought it was his All Star card, but I, I was it his All Star? Maybe I don't remember seeing that one, but no, I remember the All Star card. I thought I had, I thought I had this one already, but maybe I did not. But either way, <laughs> I, I, it's, uh, it, at least it was the first card in the pack too. So Michael Jeffrey Jordan, that's the that's the big takeaway from from this pack. Well, that and Riles's uh, hair and loving gaze into his uh into his competition's uh eyes there i have a lot more honey and i'm not doing any more on this episode because you guys are nuts you're tired right exactly i'm tired and it is bedtime and with that the bosses have spoken emma get your hand away from my camera please thank you i'm trying to (laughs) trying to do my what the hell is going on over this is the most what's going on here is is one member of the studio audience should have been too bad an hour ago and the other half of this the, 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 the host of this should have been in an hour and a half like before that but anyways <laughs> you already were and i woke you up that's good that's going to do it <laughs> for this edition of the listen in podcast i appreciate everybody tuning in watching us listening to us supporting us by listening to the podcast the commercials through and through on the podcast feed and of course by clicking on the link in the episode description uh, to take you to repsports.com. Remember, use the promo code GEAR, G-E-R-E, at checkout for 15% off of your energy. That's right, I flexed again. All right, Brandon, let's do this again. 
next week, shall we? Yeah, man, let's do it. All right, good day to you. Earlier. Good day to you as well. So long, everybody. So long, studio audience. Good night now. Flavor Flav, give me a yeah, boy, for Friday night podcasting. Yeah, boy. Hang on, one more thing before you go. Remember, listen to our sponsors following this podcast, as that does help this podcast and this network out in a way that we appreciate very, very much. So if you could just ride it out 30 to 60 more seconds after this podcast is over, listen to those commercials, it would be doing us a very, very big solid. And again, we thank you. This has been a presentation of the Gear Radio Network. For more, log on to gearnetwork.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.